And then you have one other Pac-12 team. That's my team. Who was it, Sam? Quack, quack. Well, Charles just gave it away. Oregon. You weren't gonna answer. <laughs> I, I already. I, I tell. was. You just I had to tell. give me a second to think about it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It is the A Wins A Win podcast. We're excited to um, be here today with you guys. We have a pretty good lineup of topics that we're going to cover. We'll be covering some college football, and we'll leave it at that for now because there's some different categories within it. Super excited. And we will also have a Maddie B's Bet segment. Um, that I'm doing a little bit of a tweak to. So not even Charles and Sam knows. Um, I think it's really fun. Um, hopefully this time we actually keep the bets on like a spreadsheet or something so we can see if we actually would have made money because for some reason our MLB ones, I think we lost. So, I mean, we can go back and look, but unfortunate. Yeah. Also, hopefully the episode with uh, the bubble blown boy Martin was fun. I heard it was a good MLB um segment i'm really upset that i missed it because my diamondbacks did make it and as of recording right now they are winning by run so i'm pretty excited for that haven't seen them play in like five years so no six years six years since 2017 so pretty cool but oh and an update sam and i's bet it was a tie we both had two wins and two losses um this week for the nfl but charles has something to say yeah speaking of that i was talking with sam i think before we filmed with martin this is good uh you brought this up because i thought about it and you guys should be allowed to audible your picks aka you can change them before they start because when sam and i were talking he was like i want to pick the browns knowing deshaun watson was out so just heads up when for this week you can audible your picks just go ahead and obviously just message the chat or edit your message. So, yeah, you can mm-hmm. audible. I don't know why we didn't think to do that last time. I should have made a note of that. So, go ahead, change your picks as much as you want until the games before the game start. So, yeah. Um, hey, Sam, what about you? What? What was that? I said, I said that rule sounds good to me. Oh yeah, no, I I agree with that rule too. Um, I do have to say though, and it was funny. I think it was was it Pat McAfee or someone said. For all the Swifties out there, everyone thinks that Zach Wilson is better than Patrick Mahomes if they watch the game on Sunday, yeah. which I thought was really funny because in all honesty, I know this is uh, – I know we're still in the intro, but in all honesty, though, Zach Wilson did play a little better than Patrick Mahomes, and Charles did say he was eyeing people. He was looking. Bro, you stole my thunder. I was literally going to mention Zach Wilson in the intro and give him props, and you stole it from me. I was hoping you wouldn't go there when you brought up the bet, and then you hey. said Pat Ackfee, and then you said Swifties, and then you said Zach Wilson. I was like, no, he's going to say it. Hey, it's my BYU guy, just like Puka Nakua. He's taking the yeah. league by the BYU guys. They're coming. Fred Warner, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can't put him together in college, but we're good in the pros. So I was going to – yeah, I was going to say – before we jump into it, we're going to do over and under achievers college football edition, just a spoiler for the first topic. So I wanted to give Zach Wilson props and I know he's not in college, but I wanted to say for Zach Wilson standards this past week, he was an overachiever and it was good to see him actually put together a pretty decent game and have them in position to win. So yeah, shout out to Zach Wilson. He made some 
some some good throws and i texted sam during it and you matt i was like i've never seen this guy before who is this zach wilson so yeah i'm eyeing the kiddie pool i'm not in it like matt but at least i'm looking at it now you're scouting i I gotta see more it's only one game but next next up on his list next up on his list for zach he's just gotta get some wins racked up yeah i mean technically he doesn't have one but you can count yeah. the Bills game as like a win, even though he didn't start. But yeah, because yeah. he basically played the whole game, so pretty much started after four snaps. I mean, it yeah. pretty much started it. Yeah. Hey, that's like the same for like Brock Purdy in his first game. Like he technically doesn't get the start as a win, but he basically came in and after the drive and won. So Bro, he only does a stat pad, man. Okay, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a page out of Charlie's book. <laughs> Just well, to be a hater, just to be a hater. Well, since we're talking about football, we already have a good little thing going. Let's get into our our first segment. Let's do it. Our first segment, I believe, is um under and overachievers of the college football season so far, if I'm correct. Is that right, Charles? That is correct. And this was your idea, too. So Yeah, it was my idea. So I've been kind of – I've loving the under and overachievers um, – idea and so far we've been now i believe it's five games into the college football season so we're getting close to that halfway mark um some teams obviously have less some teams have more because of of the buy or not etc but we're kind of around that point so i think it'd be better to talk about some overachievers first and then talk about some underachievers and I want to start with Sam because Sam always has interesting topics and he is, I don't know what Sam's going to say. So Sam, you go first, Charles, and then myself, and then we can go counterclockwise for um, underachievers if that's okay. So Sam. Okay. Let's start Uh, with you. Yeah. So an overachiever for the week, I think um, in college football terms, I think there's a few different overachievers in the NFL. But for college football, um, there's only a couple of games that I ended up watching over the weekend. And one was obviously the Colorado game as well. But um, another game that I thought was very exciting, no other game compared to it that I know of at least, was the Ole Miss-LSU game. That was really fun to watch. Um, Jackson Dart, he threw darts all over the field. Uh, they came back and nearly the very last minute to beat LSU. It's always a good feeling to see LSU lose. So I was, I was started for a second. I was seeing Matt like raise his eyebrow. Well, it's cause it's cause you said they came back to almost beat LSU. And I was like, wait, Oh, Oh, my bad. My bad. No, um, they beat LSU. Not that they almost beat LSU. And LSU almost beat Ole Miss at the very end. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it's a slip of the song, but no, you're good. I was like, Sam is definitely Oops. like, you watched a game than I did. Yeah, I, I broke the script. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a pretty exciting game to watch. Um, the, oh gosh, the rusher for Ole Miss, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, but he was also pretty exciting to watch. He's an electric kid. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins, I think oh, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, he's pretty cool. So I like to see him play. So do you have an overachieving team or player then, Sam? Or- um, I so- was I was going to say for my answer, just Ole Miss. Just okay. the team. 
So nice. That's my answer. Yeah. I'm really happy you didn't take this one because I'm excited to for this one because I'm away, obviously, but I get to rep the home state again. I'm gonna go with the Mizzou Tigers. Oh, okay. Five and oh. They're gonna say Michigan again. No. <laughs> well, they they're still they started two, they're still ranked two. I don't really think that means they're an overachiever. Anyways, yeah. Mizzou five and oh with Tom Brady Cook. Tom Brady Cook. <laughs> AKA, sorry, Brady Cook, who, Sam, if you remember, he was at the Cardinals game we were at. He was remember that? Yeah. He, he answered like a some trivia or something. Yeah. Because it, it was, was the game we went to was Mizzou night and he was there. Yep. And so yeah, he's been off to a really nice start and they got a good win over Kansas State. And they just went on the road and beat Vanderbilt in their first conference game. They're going to match up with LSU this weekend. So that'll be a fun game. But, yeah, shout out to, to Mizzou. They haven't really had much football success, at least from what I can remember. It's been a while. And so it's nice to see them get off to a good start. And I don't know a team with that much expectation. Now they're ranked. I think they're ranked twenty in the 20s, I think, 21. They're ranked 21st. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, 5-0. and They've... Looked pretty good on offense, so I'm excited to see how they do. And, yeah, I'm going to go Mizzou, rep the home state. There you go. Well, shocked you didn't pick them, Sam. Uh, well, I was going to save them for a future answer, but I didn't want to save them twice. For a future answer? <laughs> yeah, it's it's for a, a future topic that we have in this podcast. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what but, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your uh, okay. what's your overachiever, Matt? Yeah, for me, I'm gonna get out of the SEC since you guys like the SEC right now. Um, other than like kind of like the obvious answers like Texas and Florida State and stuff, I'm actually gonna shift to the uh, the conference of two, aka the actual Pac-12, which will be the Pac-2. I'm going with Washington State. That was, my se- def- that was only my second answer. They are overachieving. I was thinking about, okay, who could I do? And I was between either Washington State or Washington, honestly. Um, I mean, even Oregon, I think we could say it's overachieving a little bit. I don't think we all thought that they would be this good, especially on like defense, right? But Washington State is 5-0. and I believe they're, what, ranked number 13, number 12, something like you that. Let me get you an updated ranking. They are ranked yeah, number 13. 13. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were 13. Um, which going into the season, do I think any of us would have had them in the top 25? I don't think so. Um, their QB, Cam Ward, I believe is a transfer from, uh, where is he transferred from? Is it IUW? I think it is. You want me to pull it up for you? I got you. Yeah, I think it was Indiana University Wesleyan or Western, something like that. It was, I'm pulling him up right now. I got you, Matt. Don't worry. It was Incarnate Incarnate Wood. Oh, Incarnate Word? Oh, it just says Word. I don't, yeah. So, yeah. Incarnate Word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. So he's been like amazing. I just have to say, but if we did over and underachievers of conferences, Pac 12 would be overachieving by a long shot because you have Michael Penix for Washington. So QB, Michael Penix. Then you have Caleb Boy in USC. Shadur Sanders, Colorado, Bo Nix, Oregon, DJ Ugalele for Oregon State. Then you have Cam Ward for Washington State. And you haven't even had Cam Rising who plays for Utah. That's like seven 
good quarterbacks. And Cam Ward has put up amazing numbers. And their defense, Washington State defense, has been really good. Um, so I'm really excited to see them play. Um, they did beat Oregon State, and obviously Oregon State just beat Utah. So that gives some legitimacy, one, to Oregon State, but also to Washington State um, because Utah is um, back-to-back Pac-12 champs these past two years. So for our next segment, for sure, not not the under-tiers, but for the next one, there are some Pac-12 stuff that we'll get into for sure. But Washington State is definitely an overachiever, but I think they're for real. I do think they are for real. I think they have good players. They're doing the right stuff. It'll be an exciting yeah. exciting last half of the season for them, for sure. Like we we talked about a little bit, we obviously have, I would say, kind of the big three in the Pac-12 when you, this year when you look at them. You have Oregon, you have Washington, and then USC. But you and I both agreed – and I, I told you this, we think Washington State is a sneaky four and that they could win the Pac-12. So I'm totally with you on them. I've really liked what they've done this year. And like I told you, that was literally my, my number two answer. So you and I were thinking the same thing. They can, definitely. I don't. I did not have them as one of my picks, but they can. They've surprised me. Okay, Sam. Better wake up, bro. And I did say I did say that I was gonna do my under tier first, but because I haven't heard from Sam, we're gonna do Sam again. We're gonna oh do me! Sam. Oh round. man! Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to pull my under tier up real quick. I wasn't oh. prepared to go first. Nice. Uh, He's got uh, something pulled up. Okay. Well. So, under tier, I'm gonna kind of go a little backwards on this. I'm gonna pick Georgia as my under achiever. This is a little bit of a spicier take because they still won last week. But I the main reason why I choose them as my underachiever is because they only beat Auburn by seven points. Uh, I believe Auburn is probably the worst team in their conference. They do not look great. Um, Thorne, their QB, he went 10 for 19 with one interception. That is like a that's like a Sam Cook stat line in the backyard football league. That's not very good. So I'm surprised. I mean, this isn't a Georgia how it was last year where they're dominant with Stetson Bennett. But I would expect them to be, if they're the number one team in the AP poll, I would expect them to blow teams like Auburn out by at least 20. So only beating them by seven is kind of an underachievement, I think. Oh, okay. I see you. Yeah. I don't think that's a spicy take. They've, I, I think they better performed for the ranking. Yeah, they did. But Sam, I do think they are underperforming for their ranking. Um, first big test, escape with the win, and honestly, they shouldn't have won that game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was only because of Brock Bowers, their tight end. Um, but I think, I think you're right because even Kirby Smart said, "Yeah, we played like crap." I mean, even, I mean, that's pretty much what he said. Like, there's a lot we can fix up. So it might be a spicy take, but I don't really think it's that spicy. I think, I definitely think there's some questions now of is Georgia really that number one or are we just giving them number one because they've won the past two they, years? Yeah. Cause they were so dominant. I, I think, Sam, I think that's a good, that was a good, good take. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. Good job, Sam. Thanks. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. You want me to go, Matt? Okay. 
he's all deciding. Yeah. So <laughs> this one was a a tough one to to pick. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit of a different route as well. I would say. I'm gonna go, and I, I said this. I think I mentioned this at least once in previous episodes. My, I guess, lack of displeasure with the performance here. But I'm gonna go the the whole Big Ten as a conference. Whoa, the entire Big Ten. Now, yes, they have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, all national contenders, which makes them look better. Maryland's five and zero. I know that, but they lost a lot. A lot of the teams lost a lot of the non-conference games and the big 10 just looks sloppy this year a lot of those teams especially the west and the big 10 it just doesn't look as good as years past i don't think they're that strong of a conference and i feel like they've been a a little bit on the decline like even last year i felt like it wasn't too great outside of those top teams like michigan so i'm gonna go with the big 10 i I expect a little more from them honestly i I mean maybe not how the pac-12 is this year but i expect close to that with a conference like that and so I'm gonna go big Big Ten. I just Ooh. I'm not it's not up to the standards I, I think of when I think of Big Ten football this year. So Charles is not happy with the Big Ten. I mean they have those three teams that cover up kind of the blemish of the rest of the conference, I would say. Yeah, I would agree with you. They um, always have star set of teams that kind of get the media attention and not show like the worst teams in the Big Ten, because they usually end up being terrible teams too. So, I think it's a good pick. Thank they you. all did lose too. Yeah, I mean, I can't really can't, can't really argue with it. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I mean, but conference-wise though, I mean, honestly, I might even put the SEC as an underperforming one too. Um Honestly, yeah. One, honestly. Um I mean, it's kind of weird to see that like pretty much the two best conferences is pretty much like the big 12 and Pac 12. Like those are kind of like the best ones right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, but for my underachieving team, man, there's a couple I could pick. And I'm just thinking because there's two and I can really only say one, I guess I can say two, right? I mean, two is better than one. Okay. As the song goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So my first underachieving team, I'm going to stay in the SEC and I'm going to go with Alabama. Um, they're a pretty underachieving team. You would think they'd be better than what they are for what they have. Um, I think, I think Ole Miss could have beat them the week before. I think if it was at Ole Miss instead of Alabama, I think they would have won, honestly. Um, Ole Miss just kind of made some dumb mistakes to let Alabama still in the game, and that's kind of why that happened that way. Um, but I mean, they underperformed against Texas, barely beat USF. I mean, literally had to like win the last quarter. You have a quarterback controversy where all the like the two quarterbacks are like, "Oh yeah, we'll play you guys." They sucked, and then. <laughs> I think you should have kept Milrow the whole time because he's the most athletic, gives you the best shot. And they're like, eh, I don't know. So to me, for sure, Alabama has been one of those teams that have been underperforming. Um, but my also my underperforming team um, has been has been TCU, honestly. 
And the reason why I say TCU is because I know they lost a lot of guys because of the college football playoff and all that stuff, but they did get some transfers in, all this kind of stuff. And they're 3-2. and two. They lost to a Colorado team who's good. I'll give them that. Colorado was good. Um, obviously, USC almost lost to them, right? So that's a good loss. But then they just lost to a West Virginia team with a backup, and they missed three field goals, could have won the game. So it's like you're 3-2. and two. You're definitely out of the college football playoff. You're kind of now like, okay, like, eh, right? So there's one of them. But I guess the most disappointing – Oklahoma State, they freaking suck. I think they lost to an FCS team, I think, this year. Sorry, I'm giving you, like, three teams that are underachievers. That's on me. Um, yeah, Oklahoma State, I think, is my number one, where it's, like, their two losses they have are, like, terrible, and their two wins are, like, eh. So it's, like, how did you go from, like, top 25, no one wants to play us, to they're, like, oh, looks like a win on the schedule, you know? So I know I did three but those are the teams I think are are underachieving for me personally. Okay, I like it, Matt. T or uh, yeah, TC was on my my radar as well. So another one where you and I were thinking the same same way, so There we go. Yeah. Well, since I guess I've been the moderator for this thing, I'll keep going and um we'll Thank move you. on to our most the games we're most excited for for the rest of the season. Um, this is not the last time we'll talk about college football, um, but because we're halfway through the season, now there are some games on the schedule that mean a little bit more than maybe what they would have been, or they still mean the same and we want to talk about them. So I think let's each give about one or two games, maybe three, depending on what you guys want to do. Um, and let's keep the same order. Sam, let's go you first. And obviously, if games overlap, that's totally fine. You can just say, hey, yeah, I agree with that. But Sam will go with you, and then Charles, and then myself. Okay. Well, I like to I like to enjoy the moment. So I immediately thought, kind of like Charles, Mizzou is doing so much better than I thought they were going to this year. I thought they were going to suck after they lost Drew Locke. Not that he's even the greatest quarterback either, but uh, Tom Brady Cook, yeah, he's he's definitely stepped it up. And last week was an awesome win. Seeing uh, them get that, I believe it's a sixty-yard field. No, was it a sixty-yard field goal to win it? It was, it was something around that. It was a sixty or sixty-one-yard field goal. Yeah, it was like sixty-one. Yeah, it was pretty awesome to watch. But um, no, LSU is a pretty great team, uh, and I think it's gonna be a pretty fun matchup next week. So my personal pick would be the Tigers and LSU Tigers next week too. the battle of the superior tiger group. Mm-hmm. I, I originally thought we were only going to pick, uh, which is the most exciting game for next week. I haven't looked that far ahead yet, but Ooh. if Mizzou can keep the hype train going, then I'm all for it. I, if, if I was a betting man, I would not have bet that they would start the season five and oh, I'm not like Maddie B bets. I can't make those. Mm-hmm. All right, let me let me get a couple of these out of the way, and then I'll give some specific ones. Any of the Pac twelve and Charles is gonna take a lot of mine, so it's okay. <laughs> any of those Pac twelve high profile matchups between those top six teams, Utah, Oregon State, Washington State, Washington, USC, um, any of those games, sign me up. I'm in. And also, obviously being here in Michigan, 
Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan, Penn State. Those the battle between those top three, any of those games, I'm in. But I'm gonna go a little more specific. So I actually have one from this up. I have a couple for that actually come up this week, and that's not even coincidence. So I'm gonna start first with I'm gonna go to the Big Twelve. I'm gonna go Texas and Oklahoma because I, I will I will admit Oklahoma's actually been playing pretty good too. And obviously we know Texas. We we are high on Texas. We think they're gonna make it to the CFP. So this will be a real tough challenge for him, and I'm excited to to watch that. I mean, if Texas obviously handles Oklahoma easily, then I'm pretty confident that they are going to make the uh, playoffs. But I don't know. This, this is going to be a, a good game, so I'm excited for that one. You don't think BYU can beat Texas? You know, I saw that one on the on the agenda and I or the schedule, <laughs> and I almost put that as, as as one of them. I was really really close. I was like, man, <laughs> BYU Texas could be a shootout. You 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 put any BYU game on this right now. So yeah, anyway. I I could see BYU scoring about I don't know Three. seventeen against Texas oh, if they're lucky. That's better than nothing. But yeah, I can see Texas scoring like fifty plus. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> all party. right. So my other game, it's actually this week, Saturday, October seventh. It is Missouri State versus North Dakota State. Oh, North Dakota Hometown. State is ranked eighth in the FCS. And so yeah. it's at home. And that's why I'm saying that because Sam could go to that game if he wanted to. Now, Missouri State kind of sucks. Actually, I don't think they're that bad because they played Southern Illinois pretty tough. And Southern Illinois is ranked like fifth in FCS. So I don't think Missouri State is necessarily a pushover. So anytime mm-hmm. you have a chance to upset ranked competition like that, I'm yes. in. And I, I got to rep Missouri State. Plus, they also play at South Dakota State in the year, who's ranked number one unanimously in the FCS. Mm. Not saying they're going to win, but I'm just keeping an eye out for those because it is <laughs> that's my college man. Yeah, love Missouri Probably State, not, but yeah. had to throw him in on here. I think I might. I don't know. Um, it, yeah, they play them um, this weekend, Sam. You could definitely weekend? look into going to it. I know. So my grandparents both graduated from Missouri State, and they really wanted to go to one game. And the Missouri State season, whatever week is a homecoming week, I think that's the game I'm going to go to. I don't know if that's. Next I couldn't week tell you, man. After. I'm not yeah, college I anymore. I don't, I don't really know. know. I I very loosely follow Missouri State football just because they've been kind of mediocre for a long time. They they did make the playoffs last year, but they lost two years ago. Two years ago, that was a fun season, by the way. I was I was following them, and it was that we lost in the uh, in the by like a. It was that playoff game was sucked, honestly, because we had a lead, I believe, and then there was like two turnovers in the fourth, and we lost it. Right. And we lost the game. Yeah, it sucked. I, I do remember during that playoff game, I was working and I, I was working at a gym where all like there's a bunch of treadmills and TVs. And I put all the TVs on to watch that game too, and it was disappointing. But I will say, Missouri State peaked when we had Isaiah Mosley and Jared Ritter. When we lost them, we were downhill. That's the wrong sport, but all right. I, I, <laughs> I know it's a hey, that was a good year for Missouri State Athletics. That was the same year of that basketball yeah. team, and that was also a heartbreaker, which Matt watched with me basically. So yeah, yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. That was in the past, man. I'm not focused on the past. <laughs> You're right. Go, Matt. What do you got for us? Oh, okay. Awesome. Um Charles um definitely sold a big game this weekend that I'm most excited for, which is the Red River rivalry um texas versus oklahoma um 
I'm actually huge on Texas right now. I I just like the way they play. Um, Steve Sarkeesian was a quarterback at BYU, so um, I've always kind of rooted for Sarkeesian. That's why it was hard for me when he was at Alabama because I was like, yeah, I don't like Alabama. But now that he's at Texas, me and my dad kind of root for him like a lot more now. So I'm really hoping they win. Um, a couple of games on the schedule that I'm super excited for is Oregon and Washington will be not this week, but next week, I believe the 14th, that game is going to be really good. Um, Oregon, Utah will also be good. That's actually played here at Utah, which would be, which is really cool. Um, I don't think I'm going to go to it. Oh, you're not. The tickets are like 150, 200 bucks, maybe I think or something like that, but I don't know. Maybe it would be cool. It'd be fun to go, you know, with all the, you know, all my little Oregon Duck fans. Um, But I think for me, some of the fun games coming up, I think Notre Dame USC will be a good game. That will be a CFP game for sure. Um, You also have Florida State in Miami because Miami is ranked as well, I believe. Isn't that right, Charles? I think they're number 17 or 16. Miami? Yeah. Yeah, let me pull it up for you. I believe they're 16 or 15. 17. 17, okay. Which I think they should be good against Florida State. That game, you know, it's, you know, in the sunshine state, always good. So I think that one will be good. Um, So you have Florida State, Miami. You have USC, Notre Dame, Oregon, Washington, or Oregon, USC, you know, all those things. Um, and then of course the game I'm most excited for the two games is Michigan, Penn state and Michigan, Ohio state. Those are the two games every year I circle and I'm like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm going to try to watch this game start to finish. Even if it makes me cry. So for me, those are the games that I'm like way excited for. Um, so yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, I guess I'm excited too because for BYU and Oklahoma, just because Oklahoma comes to BYU um, in November. So they come to Provo in November. So that game is going to be cold probably. And um, I'm actually going to be working the game uh, for that. And so I think that'll be a fun experience because they're kind of one of the bigger brands, you know, in the nation. So what do you, what do you mean by working the game? Yeah, I was intrigued by that too. Oh, yeah. So I actually work all the BYU home games. I do like the VIP tent stuff. So I help like make sure the VIP tent is clean and everything like that. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll show you. I have a little pass from this from this weekend whenever BYU played Cincinnati. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. I, yeah. I didn't know you did that. So I'm able to like. Matt's hiding stuff work, from us. Yeah, that's really cool. If I wanted to, I could go inside the stadium and just kind of like hang out, hang out if I really wanted to, um, even though that's, that's um, awesome. But yeah, that's really cool. It's like a press pass. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So it needs, needs to be me at Michigan, bro. It needs to be me right yeah, there you need Michigan. To, yeah. Walk into Michigan sometime and be hey. like, I need to work. I need to work. Hey, uh, I, I remember what Sam said. I remember talking about it once. I think we weren't recording and. We we're talking about the Michigan Ohio State game. How much you'd love to go, but it's four hundred dollars. And so it was like four hundred dollars for a game, and we we're just like, it's not a, just a game; it's the game. <laughs> so the game. It, Matt's gonna make sure he's watching that. 
It is the game. I, I do also have to say the reason why I am excited for BYU-Oklahoma is because the last time we played Oklahoma was whenever Sam Bradford was at Oklahoma and BYU beat Oklahoma, and they were the number three team in the nation. Um, that's whenever BYU actually broke his collarbone. So mm-hmm. that was that game. And I believe it was 14-13 was the score. So who knows? And, oh, you know, if Oklahoma's only loss is to Texas, right, they'll probably still be ranked. And, you know, it looks like BYU actually isn't that bad right now for the Big 12. So we'll be interesting to see if they can beat TCU, which hopefully they do, loss against Texas, and then probably win the, all the other games except for Oklahoma. So it could mm-hmm. be interesting. But yep. But we'll see. So Yeah, we will see. Good stuff, man. I think well, it's time for Matty B. Betts. I'll take over as the moderator here because this is Matt's segment, which Sam and I do not know what he has planned. But he's going to give us some bets he likes from, I guess, wherever. Go ahead, Matt. Take it away. Give us, Take it away, Matt. Give us what you're thinking. You're Okay, sorry. I have to look. I had it on my iPad, and I need to find it on my phone real quick. Ooh. Well, uh, well, Sam and I can, I guess, blabber well, about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The past time we can come up with Webs. something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I'm I was looking there. at the, the D-backs game right now, and the bases are loaded for the Brewers in the bottom of the fifth. Oh, no. Four to three, so we'll see what happens there. Outs, yeah. though. Uh, zero. Yikes. Okay, eek. eek. I, I'm just really happy that the Rangers won today. Because they played the Rays earlier today and they shut them out. It was surprising, but it was awesome to watch. So, I've now found my bets. And we are going to be going through college football bets. Ooh. So, there are a couple top 25 that I think would be good. First, you have Ohio State and Maryland. Maryland is at Ohio State. The spread is minus 19 towards Ohio State. I say take the spread with Maryland. I think it'll be a closer game. I think Ohio State wins by a touchdown, but take take the spread. So um, that is at – let's see what, it, what I would do for me. Oh, no, I don't want to download – it's at plus 19.5, minus 105 is the money line, it looks like, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Anyways, I, people can just figure out what how much money it is, whatever. It's on FanDuel. That's what I'm using. Um, so you can go take a look, take a gander. Um, the other one, there's three games that I liked. Those were kind of – that was kind of them. Um, actually, four games that I liked. Um so, the next game is Sam's game of the week, LSU and Mizzou. Um, it looks like Mizzou is a underdog at plus six and a half, I believe, because, right, plus six and a half means you're the dog, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say take the points and Mizzou to win. I think Mizzou Ooh. wins the game. Yep. Oh, okay, I like it. Okay, then you have Oklahoma at Texas, which obviously it's neutral, so it's really not, like – home field advantage 
It's a minus six and a half. I say take Texas and the six and a half. I think they win by 10. I think Texas Ooh. wins by 10, keeps it close to the very end, but wins by 10. Then we have the fourth game is Kentucky and Georgia. So Kentucky is at Georgia, and they've looked pretty good. Number 20 versus number one. Georgia is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Don't buy into it. I don't think the Georgia we know from the past two years is the Georgia this year. And I think Kentucky looked good against Florida. Granted, Florida did lay a stinker against Tennessee. However, Florida has played Utah, right, who's pretty good, played Tennessee. So I do think that Kentucky's better than people think. I say I think Georgia I think Georgia gets upset this week. I think Kentucky beats them and take the points. Really? Mm. Yes. Bold prediction of the week. That is my bold prediction. Do that I really would make, Yeah. I don't know. But that would make for a pretty big upset. It would make for a good upset and it makes for some good popcorn material for this podcast. So I'm gonna say it, it. does. Yep. So now we go to the national championship, and I'll give you a couple teams that I am liking. Maybe you take a flyer on. Michigan right now is at plus 400. Pencil me in. Plus 400. Pencil me in. Yeah, okay. Texas is at plus 750. If they beat Oklahoma, which I didn't put your money on it now, but if they beat Oklahoma, that would be a good one if you want to say, you know what, I'll put 100 bucks down and get 750 Okay, whatever, right? That's a good one to do. If you want to take one that pays out a little bit more, someone a little frisky, a little fun, I think you can take either of these teams. They're both in the Pac-12. One of them is Charles's team. One of them is my team. Sam, can you guess who they are? Uh, Well, initially – what sparked my brain, I immediately went to Colorado. Ooh, nope. Not, no, no, I, I said Charles' team and my team. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I know. That's that's why I was probably wrong. Um, uh, Washington State? Nope, not Washington no, State. But just Washington? Okay. Washington, Charles' team. They're yeah. at plus 1,500. I think they could be Wait, a said- sleeper. Plus what? Sorry. 1500 Wow, that's pretty low. Yeah, that's pretty. So if you bet 100 bucks, you get 1500 So Washington right now looks pretty good. I say maybe put a flyer on them. And then you have one other Pac-12 team. That's my team. Who was it, Sam? Quack, quack. Well, Charles just gave it away, Oregon. You weren't going to answer. <laughs> I, I, already, I, I was. Tell. You just I had to tell. give me a second to think about it. <laughs> So I Oregon, I, was, I had to put in my mind like every Pac-12 team, <laughs> not named Colorado. So Oregon also has the same odds as Washington at plus fifteen hundred. So obviously, one of those teams might have less odds once they play each other, of course. But I do think that both of those teams are good to take. I mean, plus fifteen hundred, put a hundred bucks down. Even if you want to put ten bucks down, you win one fifty, right? I mean, pretty easy there, right? I mean, and that's to win. Um, that's for national championship. Um, let's see here. There's a ton of like ton of ton of teams here. Um, 
for the college football playoff, I think it's hard, but any of the Pac-12 teams, you have Washington, USC, Oregon at plus 340. I think you bet one of those. If you do 10 bucks on each of those, one of those teams is going to get in. Probably. Granted, in my model, it was not not in. But in every other one, it was. So be interesting. I think that would be very interesting as well. But um, And then the Heisman race, I really think there's about five. There's only four people that could really win it. There are quarterbacks. You have Caleb Williams from USC, Michael Penix Jr., um, Washington, Bo Nix, Oregon, and Quinn Ewers from Texas. Yours is at plus 900, and so is Bo Nix at 900. I think if Ewers takes them to the CFB, he's your Heisman favorite because people love Texas. That's your guy. I say put your money on him. But Michael Penix is at 380, and Williams is at plus 170. So you can still make a little money here and there. But if Texas does make the playoffs, which I think they will, I think yours is your Heisman Trophy winner. So I like that. For me, that is all I have for Maddie B. Betts. I know that was a lot in the little segment, but did you, uh, are you able to like send that to me also for a reference or? Well, we have to watch the tape again to write it down. Oh, I didn't write it down. I was just going well, off. Okay, so I'll have to watch the tape. I'll have to watch the it, tape. review the tape, film study, and, and write down your... Yeah, I think, I think honestly, it. though, like, I I like your picks. I just think, of course, I know you said take flyers on some low odds. I think betting any Pac-12 is just really difficult because of how we talked about how much they have the ability to beat each other up. So you really just don't know. So the Pac-12 was really, really risky to gamble on, but at the same time, kind of safe because one of those Pac-12 teams or players might come out, you know, but it's like, you know, which one? Maybe just bet on the whole Pac-12, you know? So, yeah, because like it, it's, it's, there's just so many good teams, you know? And like I said, if you like, right, if you're like, okay, any of those Pac-12 teams, right, it's plus 340, if you put, you know, 10 bucks in you win 34 i think is what it is so what is real quick just because this is kind of our our team what's washington state at for cfp oh washington state oh for cfp okay yeah um for cfp washington state is at plus 1200 oh that might be a good pick they've kind of been my my like sneaky team honestly but the cfp is that if you want them to win a national championship, which be, which would be pretty cool because, you know, Mike Leach, all that kind of stuff, right? It mm-hmm. is at plus 10,000. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Not a bad uh, little gamble there, honestly. It's a huge I payout. Mean, you put in 10 bucks on, you win 1,000 bucks. So mm-hmm. if you're just like, man, I have 10 bucks that I wrap it's like, hey, Taco Bell, or put it on Washington State. I'll put it on Washington State, whatever, right? So. Oh, I don't know about I don't know about that compared to Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, I'm, ten I'm bucks goes a long way in Taco Bell, Matt. Oh, I know it does go a long way. I'm just saying, if you really feel like Washington State is your team, but don't want to give up, you know, a lot of money, you can say, you know what, ten bucks Taco Bell will go yeah, ten bucks. That, that's true. Oh. I'm just giving you crap. All right, sweet. Real, real quick, also, before we wrap it up, I just want to say the D-backs got out of the jam with no runs. 
Ooh. Let's go, boys. That makes good me for Matt. Happy. Yeah, Let's still four to three. I saw, I saw two. Corbin Carroll hit a bomb hit a bomb. game too. Run on, boys. And yeah. also, I just wanted to real quick. I'm gonna. I started with Zach Wilson. I'm gonna loop back to him. This is just a fun fact. I wanted to, to state. Oh my gosh! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do your fun fact, just because I want to just get one more D backs thing. I just want to oh. say again, only three people take the Diamondbacks to beat the Brewers. If the Diamondbacks beat the Brewers, which I really hope they do, watch out. The snakes are coming. The snakes are coming. He's got a grudge on ESPN now. The snakes hey, are coming. Too much T Swift, baby. Too much T Swift. <laughs> All right, here, here's right. my Zach Wilson fun fact. So, oh no, Zach Wilson in this past game against the Chiefs, he threw for two touchdowns with no interceptions. Ooh. Now, I just want to say, the last time that Zach Wilson has thrown for multiple touchdowns with no turnovers, you ready for this? He was at BYU. This is. <laughs> You're ruining the suspense. Yeah, the last oh. time he did it was against the University of Central Florida. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah. the first time he's ever done it in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. It was All right, and I, to... I stole that from, from first things first because I remember it was Wilds, I think, was like, when they were talking about it, this was, I think, after the the Cowboys game or something. <laughs> he was like, the last time Zach Wilson threw for multiple touchdowns with no interceptions was against South Florida. I just thought it was really funny, so I just wanted to to say that. So, congrats! It's to him. crazy to it's crazy to think when you told me that too the first time. I didn't believe you, but I mean, I could see it with Zach Wilson. I could see it. <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right, now we're ready for the outro. I vote Sam. <laughs> I also vote Sam. Okay. All right. Well. Thank you guys for watching yet again. This has been a win is a win podcast episode 35. Uh, that is halfway to 70. That's a big number. That's all I have to say about 70. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Um, the next episode that we have planned in the next few days is going to be a fun one as well. So we're going to look forward to it. So stay tuned. We've got a lot of fun things coming down the pipeline. And yeah. That's all we have. Um, boys, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts that you already had? Go fantasy, my fantasy football team. Oh my gosh. Charles play this week. Let's go. We we made a pact to not talk about fantasy football anymore. At least I don't want to talk about fantasy football anymore. Oh, okay. Well go D backs. Let's go. I have not had fun. Yeah, sure. Go D backs. Go Rangers. Go everybody. It's a fun wild card. But uh Yep, this is all about signing out. See you guys later. Hey.